Hey people, welcome to Always Wondered About That. Have you ever witnessed what it looks like when nature unleashes its fury? Have you seen cars fly through the air? So much snow that you thought it would be around till summer. Or water. So much water that you needed a boat instead of a car. What kind of damage, destruction, and devastation is nature truly capable of doing? Have you always wondered about that? I did. Let me tell you about it. People, let me tell you. Everyone talks about what they're scared of. Well, let me tell you something truly scary. Watching nature wreak havoc around you and having no way to stop it even scarier, nowhere to go to get away from it. Have you ever experienced a natural disaster? No, I don't mean your cell service or Wi-Fi being knocked out for a night by a bitty rainstorm or some jackass backing into my electrical wire and Con Edison taking their sweet-ass time fixing it. I'm sorry, I'm still a little bitter about that. It was summer. We had no AC, no hot water, and I work in a hospital. I mean an actual natural disaster. One that is so phenomenal that you can't even fathom this is happening around you. How bad can an earthquake, tornado, hurricane, blizzard, and flood actually be? Let me tell you people, they can be pretty damn bad. A storm with a mind of its own that does what it wants to do? These storms have fury, anger. They come and destroy like they actually know what they're capable of doing. What did Samuel L. Jackson say in Deep Blue Sea? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind, like it knows it killed the world before and got a taste for murder. These storms come, do what they do, and then leave, leaving a path in their wake, only to come and do it over again. Sandy, Katrina, Andrew, these storms, they come to break, ruin, kill, and we give them names, like they're special or important. Why are they named? People, why do we name hurricanes, but not other storms? I've never heard of a tornado Janus. Did you? The reason they're named is weird, but semi-logical. According to Deanna Connors of Earth Sky, it is to help us remember the storms and talk about them to other people. So in using that philosophy, how would we talk about the tornado that happened in May of 2008 and the tornado that happened in November of 2008? Katrina didn't need a name. She'll be remembered. But it's funny. I didn't just say the storm that happened in Louisiana in 2005. I'm actually referring to her by her name. I'm even calling her a her. For some reason, tornadoes appear to have a mind of their own. I heard that they can destroy one house on a road and leave the other standing. There was a story about a house that had several exorcisms performed within the walls. The whole block was leveled, and that house was the only one left standing. Coincidence? That's wind with a mind of its own. That's truly horrifying. Tornadoes are measured by wind based on a Fuji scale, or F. They range from F1 to F5. According to the Storm Predictor Center, F0 is less than 73 mile per hour winds. That would be considered light damage. F3 is 158 to 206 mile per hour winds. That is severe damage. Roofs and walls ripped down. Trains turned over, trees uprooted, cars lifted and flung. F5 would be 
261 to 318 mile per hour winds. That is considered incredible damage. Houses down, foundations gone, cars thrown like missiles, trees debarked. It says an incredible phenomena will occur. Debark trees, people, as in the bark on trees being blown off by strong winds. The largest tornado, according to Wikipedia, was in 2013 in El Reno, Oklahoma. It lasted only 40 minutes. The wind speeds went up to 296 miles per hour, and it was categorized as an F3 tornado. In 40 minutes, eight people died, 151 were injured, and the cost of damage was $40 million. That's a million dollars a minute. On a side note, I have to ask, what's up with those storm chasers? What could be so interesting about trailing a tornado? Sandy was an experience for me. I had never seen or been through a hurricane before. I remember talking to my father and hearing a scratch and a scrape. I thought the whole side of the house was gone, but it was a branch that broke and just scraped the side of the house. I say branch, it was half a tree. Sandy was nothing compared to Katrina. I heard several stories about that and how bad it really was in New Orleans. There was a 911 call I heard on YouTube. A lady called 911 and she was in her house and the water was coming in. She had to go up to her attic and then the water came in there. She was stuck in the attic and she drowned. Imagine water getting high enough to cover your whole house. I have a small house, but imagine a four-story house and water being high enough. You're trapped in the attic and the water's still rising. According to geology.com, Katrina was the costliest hurricane. It cost between $125 billion to $160 billion. Funny, that storm killed so many and destroyed so much. But the thing that is most remembered for is how much it cost after it was over. You can't see me rolling my eyes. The deadliest hurricane was the Great Galveston Hurricane in 1900. According to geology.com, 8,000 to 12,000 people died. The storm came to Galveston, Texas on September 8, 1900. It was a Category 4 hurricane. There was no way to warn people, no one could be prepared, and there was no way to tell them to leave before it came. Hurricanes are measured in another way. According to Abigail Abrams, they are classified as categories. They are measured by a wind scale. Category 1 would be dangerous winds and some damage. The winds would be 74 to 95 miles per hour. Power lines would snap and mobile homes would be destroyed. The snap power line sounds a little scary. Category 3 would be devastating damage. The winds would be 111 to 129 miles per hour. Flying and falling objects, water and electricity will be off, and well-built homes will be very damaged. Category 5 would be catastrophic damage. The winds would be 157 miles per hour or higher. Mobile homes and houses will be destroyed, trees uprooted. Power outages lasting weeks or months and no water for a very long time. I'm going to ask a silly question that I'm sure you're scratching your head about. Why no water? Pipes are underground, right? What does one have to do with the other? Worst earthquake, according to Wikipedia, happened in 1960 in Chile. It was known as the Valdelia earthquake. It was a magnitude of 9.5. Everyone says get in a doorway when an earthquake happens. That's funny. You're in shock because the ground is shaking around you and your first thought is going to be find a doorway or get under a table. Yeah, okay. If that's the first quake you ever felt, you're shell-shocked.
According to California Earthquake Authority, one is not felt, seven is very strong, the chimneys on houses will be broken, ten is extreme, wooden structures will be destroyed, foundations will be destroyed, and rails will be bent. You heard that, people. Train rails will be bent. I remember that blizzard that happened January 1996. I was 15. It started on Sunday, January 6th at 1800 hours. I remember because we had just walked down to the store. And as we came home, it started. That was a four-day storm, January 6th to January 10th. According to the History Channel, the storm paralyzed the East Coast. It left behind 17 to 30 inches of snow. It killed 154 people in car accidents, mostly. As the storm moved, it was breaking records along the way. There was a fireman that was murdered during that storm. His name was Thomas Dorr. He was a fireman, and he worked for White Plains Public Works. He was going out in the storm to go to the firehouse. No one can really say what happened, but he never made it to the firehouse. After the storm stopped, they found him. His murder's been unsolved for 25 years. Let's not forget 2011. That year, I think we had 12 to 15 snowstorms. I remember every Tuesday and Saturday, there was a storm. And not little ones. Giant storms. But that wasn't the worst blizzard ever. The worst blizzard was March 11th to March 14th in 1888. According to the History Channel, it was called the Great White Hurricane. There were 50-foot snowdrifts. New York, Boston, and other cities were paralyzed. Roads, phones, telegraphs, and trains were out. 400 people died, and 200 of them in New York. Because of that storm, New York and Boston started working on underground subway systems. Funny thing about that. In 1888, they started constructing an underground subway system because of a blizzard. But 124 years later, in 2012, Hurricane Sandy would flood those underground systems and paralyze New York. So, problem not solved. There was a flood a few weeks ago. I think it was in September. I worked 1500 to 2315. And I was at work when the storm started at 1700 hours. They kept sending us messages saying flooding. But they always claim floods, just in case. Well, they weren't kidding. There was flooding. We had to reroute four times before we made it home. Everywhere you looked was flooded. I mean, need a boat flooded. National Severe Storms Laboratory says, when you see flash flood watch or flood watch, it means floods are possible, so be alert. When you see flash flood warning or flood warning, that means take precautions immediately and get to higher grounds. There was a flood in Johnstown, Pennsylvania in 1889. According to the History Channel, it started at 1,500 hours on May 31, 1889. The dam on Pennsylvania Lake Kanawha gave way, and there was rain. That let out 16 million tons of water, which caused 40-foot, half-mile-wide surges. It hit Jonestown, collapsing 1,600 buildings. When the water went down, 2,200 people were dead, more were injured, and homeless. A poorly built dam was blamed, and no one took responsibility to compensate those people. I want to partake to you some of my wisdom. Actually, it's my father's wisdom. He worked for the highway department, so he's seen all kinds of weather. When you're driving in the rain, you can't see the white line on your right or the yellow line on your left. Don't drive any further. Stop where you are and back up. Don't worry about the people behind you. Worry about you. Don't drive any further. 
if you can't see those lines. That water is deep. And you're going to destroy your car and be stuck there. If you drive through six inches of rushing water, that could push your car and you can end up stuck. Don't ever drive through water if you can't see those lines in the road. People always listen to and take warning from the TV, radio, and cell phones very seriously. It may start as a simple storm and look like nothing, but you never know. Remember, people, these storms have minds of their own. Always be prepared. Well, anyway, now you know one thing you've always wondered about. Hope you come back for more. Talk to you soon. Bye.